0: Assalamu alaikum wa wabarakatuh Hope everyone is doing absolutely phenomenal out there on the interwebs This is your brother Yasin coming at you guys with another podcast episode And this one is going to be a real deep one And I want you to stick with me until the end of today's podcast episode Because we're really going to take a deep dive Into understanding the idea and the concept of work ethic In Islam and so the podcast title that I'm gonna probably call this specific podcast is does Islam promote laziness in the dunya and the reason why this is a something that's been on my mind I was thinking about it this morning as I was getting ready and as I was as I was kind of just you know thinking about the day ahead is because more often than not whenever we hear Muslims or people who are uh, you know similarly minded in those who are Deen oriented speak about the dunya it is very much from a point of view of hey you know what uh, allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has written the Qadr and your rizq and uh, wallahu khairul makirin that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the best of planners and obviously we have this idea in which we shouldn't take the dunya so seriously and that it starts to uh, take away from our ability to be connected to al-akhirah, right? This is a core understanding of our deen. And for my thoughts on this, be, be sure to refer to a previous podcast episode where I talk about the number one mind, mindset trick to be able to attain happiness and akhirah. But in today's podcast episode, we're going to really be d- touching base on the idea of work ethic because of the fact that I want to balance this idea of, yes, we're not supposed to have so much attachment to the dunya, which is like what I talked about in yesterday's podcast episode. But at the same time, we don't often hear the conversation related to, okay, well, how much should we actually work in the dunya? What is the actual value for us to work in our dunya affairs? What is the value of us working very hard and spending late nights and working towards the dunya affairs okay and so uh, this was a, this was a concept and the uh, and a topic that i was very fascinated about growing up in my teen years and my early 20s in which i was very very interested in understanding what work ethic is okay because oftentimes especially for us first first or second generation uh, children of immigrants, right? Our parents, mashallah, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala be pleased with them, they were so very hard-working. They were individuals who left their countries, left their families, left everything that they knew, and they came to a country and they rebuilt from scratch. To be able to say that they had work ethic, that is an understatement. They had, <laughs> I don't know what to call it, they, had, uh, they were masters of work ethic, okay? And so for us, uh, generation, you know, being born in the West, we were given a level of luxury, a level of uh, comfort, in which the work ethic didn't necessarily come as easy for us. And so growing up, this was a topic that I was very fascinated about, to be able to understand, okay, how much work ethic is too much, how much work ethic is too little, and for those of you guys who are not familiar with the idea or the concept of work ethic, it's work ethic, if you Google it, is basically the ethic, it's a value that you have in yourself, in that you believe that work, right, you believe that work, has value in and of itself. That's what we call work ethic, okay? And so, obviously, whenever we're understanding concepts related to this from a uh, non-Muslim point of view, it's very important to make sure that we are not being indoctrinated by uh, non-Muslim philosophy, right? And so we wanna say, okay, there's this idea of work ethic and working hard. What does Islam have to say about this? And unfortunately, this is a topic that I feel is extremely underrepresented in the discussions when we talk to our youth, when we talk to those who are being raised up, when I talk to my adult students, my adult clients, who are um, Muslims as well, this is a topic that many are not familiar with. Now, obviously, there's a lot of ayat that I could dive into. There's ayat that talk about فَسَيَرَوْا اللَّهُ عَمَلَكُمْ ورسولوا, that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says, uh, اعملوا, work, فَسَيَرَوْا اللَّهُ عَمَلَكُمْ ورسولوا, that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala and His Rasul Mu'minun is another ayah that uh, Allah Rasul and the Mu'minin are going to see the fruits of your label. So there's an encouragement there to be able to work. However however the uh, topic that i want to the ayah that i want to kind of touch base on in today's episode is really an ayah that's in suratul kahf that i woke up today thinking about and in which i was like subhanallah this is something that is too good of a gold nugget for me not to put out there in some way shape or form and typically when i have these insights i typically try and like to save them for when i'm hanging out with some brothers or if i'm going to record a podcast episode with my uh close brother sohail however this one, I was like, no. You know what? I have to put this out there because it's extremely valuable. Because the ayah in Surah Al Kahf that uh, it's actually part of the ayah in Suratul Al Kahf, it says, "Inna That inna Allah verily, Allah subhanahu wa taala, يضيع, That He does not, um, uh, uh, f- He does not waste, or He does not. Well, Translation here is very difficult to put for la uh, but He does not uh, discredit. إِنَّ اللَّهَ لَا يُضِيْعُ The reward مَنْ أَحْسَنَ amala, Of the one who does أَحْسَنَ عَمَلًا Now, this ayah, oh, subhanAllah, is very, very, very uh, is very dense in its meaning and there's a lot for us to dive into here but I really want to focus here on a couple points. First and foremost, there are two ways to understand the context for this ayah. The first one being is from a Ghaib and a akhira perspective. So you could understand this that Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala does not discredit the reward for anyone that does ahsan amala for anyone that does a uh, effort that they are putting their complete focus and attention and consciousness to. So you could say one perspective of understanding this ayah is you could say that for example if you are somebody who uh, بالنيات, that if you're somebody who is making the niyyah to make an uh, an action right whether that be to uh, please your your parents, whether that be to uh, pray your salah on time, whether that be to give zakah, whether that be to whatever it might be, whatever action you are doing, if you are doing it with the correct niyyah and you're doing it amala, that you're doing it to the best of the ability, ahsan, right, you're doing it to the uh, to the proper way that it should be done, then la yudhi'u ajra man amala, that the reward for that. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not discredit it, and that you will get the reward for that, right? And this is obviously a core tenet in our deen, uh, بالنيات, that the, 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 the actions are rewarded by their intentions. And so there is that element of understanding this ayah from the ghayb and the ajr and the hasanat perspective in the course of ibadah. However, that's typical. I mean, uh, this might be new for some of you. However, this this is a understanding that is relatively in line with, what many will speak about. However, this is the insight that I had this morning that subhanAllah has major implications for those of us who are out there on working to make sure that we can uh, ensure that we're working both hard for the deen and the dunya for the sake of the Akhirah. And it's this. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not discredit the, the reward for amal that is done with consciousness, with ahsan, with, uh, with the best of the ability. Now the amal here is not specifically, Allah Subhanahu Taala didn't say uh, um, He didn't say that this has to be amal that is for the sake of ibadah. He said ahsana amala, amala in general, all work. And so what I was thinking about this morning, I said, you know what SubhanAllah, I'm working on building this new business right now. And there are actions that I'm doing in this new business that unfortunately they are not resulting in the fruit that I would want them to result into. Right? I'm, I'm starting to publish, I'm starting to put content out there and the purpose of the content of me putting it out there is so that way potential clients and prospects will see that content and then want to be able to engage in a conversation with me and really be able to uh, uh, you know, start a conversation about doing business together. However, the work that I'm doing recording these videos, some of them, because of the quality of the content, does not even see the day of light in that I don't even put it out. And so I was like, SubhanAllah, is there even a purpose of me doing this work? Because the purpose of me doing this work is not even being fulfilled. People are not even seeing it. And yet I'm working so hard to actually do this work. And then I remember, Inna Allah, la yudhi'u ajrahman ahsan In that, the reward of the work that I'm doing, even though I'm recording this content, I'm putting videos, I'm I'm creating these videos, and many of these videos I'm not even putting out onto the internet because they're not to the quality that they need to be. i up messing up, all these kinds of things, right? And obviously there's a whole separate discussion we can have about perfectionism and not uh, becoming a victim to that, but that's not my point here. The point being is that whenever you do any action in the dunya, regardless of if that action meets the purpose for which it is intended, there is still an inherent benefit that you get as a result of doing that action, because it actually evolves your ability to, uh, your skill set, and your work actually ends up working on you. In the sense of, as I'm recording these videos, even though these videos are not being posted publicly on the internet, they are not being, uh, they're not meeting the purpose for which I'm recording them. Just the mere fact that I am recording them is giving me the repetition and the practice that is necessary for me so that eventually when I do get to the point that I'm recording these videos and I'm knocking them out like bangers and they're really hitting the purpose of what it is they're supposed to be doing, all of this work that I'm doing behind the scenes is leading up to that work that is going to meet its purpose. And so, in the lawhillayyudiyu ajr alhamm أَحْسَنَ amala, that the reward of this work that I'm doing, the احسن amala, right? I'm doing this work with this this action of recording these videos, and I'm doing احسن amala. I'm putting my best effort into recording these videos, right? You can asan means you're not doing something lazily. You're not doing something like, oh yeah, I'm just gonna do it, and I'm half asleep. I'm focused on something else. No, أَحْسَنَ amala that you're focused on the amal that you are doing. The reward for that, the ajr. Is not wasted. Inna Allah Subhanahu wa Taala does not discredit that reward for that, and the reward is not only the hasanat reward. The reward for that is also comes in the form of you bettering your skill set. So that way, whenever you do get to the point where your skill set is to the point where uh, whatever you whatever you create or whatever you put out there, that the amal that you do actually works, all of that will be have have been because of the fact that you were putting in the reps behind the scenes. And so the reason why this is, I found this a very, very interesting and a very insightful understanding, is because of the fact that many of you out there right now may be working on something that is not benefiting you in direct result of reward. So, for example, uh, you might be working on your craft. You might be in school right now. Right? You might be working hard on your exams. Right now you might be actually working on, uh, you know, if you're in sports, you might be working behind the scenes putting in long hours for practicing on your sports. You might be working behind the scenes to better your ilm understanding. However, you're finding that it's 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 not yielding the fruit that you want it to. Just remember that in the That the work that you do actually works on you more than you work on it. Meaning that as you are doing this work, it's actually sharpening your sword. It's actually sharpening your abilities. It's actually sharpening your skill sets. It's actually sharpening your lessons. It's actually sharpening your experience. And so for that reason, you should never, ever, ever discredit any work that you do in the dunya, as well as in the, in the deen, because of the fact that inna allah la yudu'u and ahsan amala because if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala doesn't discredit the ajr for that, and there is an ajr for that even if you don't see the ajr for that both in a ghaib, hasanat perspective as well as from a Dunyavi perspective in that there is experience that is being learnt from the repetition that you are doing in the work that you're doing and then before you know it, fast forward a year, two, three, four, five years later and you were just putting in the work, you were just putting in the repetition, right? And then all of a sudden people say, oh subhanAllah, how in the world are you so good at video? How in the world are you so good at recording podcasts? How in the world are you so eloquent in your speech? And then you say what you didn't see was all of the repetition that i was putting behind the scenes and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not discredit the work because there was an ajr in it and that ajr came in the form of my experience that came in the form of my expertise that again is from allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in that he made it that when i did this work he better i i was he was able to provide me the betterment of my learnings and my experiences and all of those kinds of things and so that's the, kind of the perspective that i wanted to share with you guys because of the fact that i feel that these ideas of work ethic and these ideas of understanding that when we work hard that even if that hard work does not result in the fruit that we are anticipating there is still a there is still a fruit in it and so we should not discredit it, and so this should be a, uh, this should be a uh, motivation for you. This should be an encouragement for all of us to really go out there and put in the repetition, put in the hard work, because not only is there a ghaib Hasanat perspective if you're doing it for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, if you're doing it, even if you're working, a lot of people misunderstand this, even if you're working in dunya aspects of things, however, you are doing it for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you are doing it with the niya that this is ibadah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Right, because Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says in Surah Ta Ha, "وَمَا خَلَقَتُ الْجِنَّ وَالْإِنْسَ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ." That Allah Subhanahu wa did not create the ins and jinn, إلا to do ibadah for them. So does that mean that when you are working at your job, you're not doing ibadah? No, that is also a form of ibadah. Ibadah is not only the salah, the zakah, the hajj, the siyam that you do. And so, not only should you realize that when you are working hard on your craft every single day, you're getting up early in the morning, you're spending late nights. As long as you're doing it for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, there's a ghaib hasanat perspective to it. There's an ajr there. And then there's also the ajr in that you are actually getting the reward for the experience that you are gaining. And that is going to yield into a fruit that is going to manifest itself in your career, and your dunya goals. And then of course, as a reminder for yourself, for you and for myself, to be able to whenever we get those fruits, we say, إِذَا اللَّهِ النَّاسِ يَدْخُلُونَ فِي دِينِ اللَّهِ That whenever you get a whenever you get an achievement, you have to remember that Allah it was from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to utilize that fruit and that achievement that you get in the dunya for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so that's what I had for you guys today. It was a little bit all over the place, but I'm interested to get your thoughts on this because as I start to refine this a little bit more, I feel this is a very, very, very valuable perspective for the upcoming generation, for those who are really interested in work ethic and really putting in the hard work in order to actually Achieve something in the dunya for the sake of the akhirah. I'll catch you guys on the next one. This is your brother Yasin checking out. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi